Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper with you. Bigpodcast.com is the website. And I'm trying something a little bit different today as far as my processing goes. So do you like how it sounds? You tell me. At David Hooper on Twitter, bigpodcast.com, however you want to get with me. If you go to bigpodcast.com, that is the site where I help you to grow your podcast audience, make a podcast people care about, make money with your podcast. That is what this podcast is about as well. Every week, I have a newsletter. It is called Big Podcast Insider. On this episode, this is the audio edition of the last newsletter, which was all about YouTube. Is it the new podcasting? Is this where all podcasters are going to go? There are a lot of things about YouTube that people really like. One of them, a built-in audience. The other, it's the advertising. They've got built-in advertisers. They've got the revenue share. You don't have to do anything. Just show up, put your podcast on YouTube. They find people who want to advertise with you. Before we get into this, let me tell you a story. In my office, I have two pieces of art more than two pieces, but these two specific pieces, they've got something to do with this, what we're talking about. They're both framed photos. One of them is a stack of videotapes. The other, it's a stack of Atari 2600 and Intellivision cartridges. If you're under 40, Google it, Atari 2600. It was a big deal about 40 years ago. And the reason I've got this art in my office is that these two photographs are a reminder to me that distribution formats change, but good content, what's in the container, the water in the glass, if you want to think of it like that, that never dies. That is why Microsoft just paid $70 billion for a company that started out developing for the Atari 2600. So 40 years ago, actually about 43 years ago, 1979, they started, it's a company called Activision, couple guys from Atari, they knew the Atari 2600 inside and out. They said, we're going to do our own video games, come up with our own intellectual property, if you will. And they did. They were super successful about it. And that company has continued to be super successful. $70 billion, that's what it was worth to Microsoft, basically Xbox. Podcasting is changing too. I want you to think about that analogy that I used. The water inside of a glass. You can take that water and you can put it in a pitcher. You can put it in a can. You can put it in a flower pot. You can drink it. It's still water, but the container changes. Think of podcasting like that. People have gotten really upset when you talk about podcasting and YouTube. They said, there's no RSS for you. There can't be a podcast. Well, you may be correct, but the content, does it really matter what we call it? It's a radio show. It's a podcast. It's a YouTube video. More or less, it's the same thing. And here's the good thing about that. If you know how to create good episodes that are helpful to people and that keep them entertained, you will have a place in podcasting regardless of where it goes. People come up to me all the time. They say, aren't you worried about the independent podcaster? What are we going to do about YouTube? What are we going to do about these networks taking over? What are we going to do about the podcast hall of fame having 99% big names go into that hall of fame? or these networks, or these podcasting conferences, they're all big companies now. What do you think about that? I don't care. I don't care. Because if you know about the content, something that's going to connect with people, we have that option to get the content out, however that is. The independent person can get a podcast out to someone just as easily 
as somebody who's on one of these big networks or these big companies. The issue is, does that person know about it? That's the issue. That's where the game is won or lost. As far as delivery goes, though, it's not like in the old days. When I was in the music industry, not that long ago, when I was starting, that container that I'm talking about, the glass, that was a piece of plastic. We had to get the music, put it on the piece of plastic. We had to get that piece of plastic on a truck. We had to get the truck to a record store. We had to get the piece of plastic off the truck, into the record store, on a shelf. And then we'd have somebody go into that record store, physically drive there, pull out cash, and pay money for that piece of plastic. We do not have those issues anymore. Certainly not with podcasting. The big thing that everybody is talking about this week is podcasting and YouTube. And again, that is simply a different distribution method. Because YouTube is the big man on campus, a lot of people are talking about it. This issue of Big Podcast Insider, it is focused on keeping you up to speed about these developments, what you need to know to make the most of them. Before we get into this real quick, I want to give you a book update. June is when my new book comes out, 101 podcast episode templates. You're going to love these. This is about a third the size of my last book, so it's a quicker read. Still a couple hundred pages, though. It goes deep into podcast episode templates. They're plug and play. They are done for you. I've been testing them out over the last few years. If you're looking for different types of content for your podcast, if you've got the equivalent of writer's block, what am I going to do? Or if things are just getting stale, listeners are dropping off, you don't know why, you can't think of ideas, whatever. I got you covered on this. I've got the link and all the links that I'm talking about here. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That new book is coming in June. And until then, this is another link, linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I'm going to give you a free copy of my last book, the current book. It's called Big Podcast. It is all about growing your podcast audience. Here's what I hope. I hope that you will get this book. You will like it enough that you will go to Amazon and that you will leave me a review. Is that a deal? If you're up for it, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Get a copy of the last book. It's big, man. 463 pages, 93,000 words. You don't have to read all of it. I always tell people it's like the Bible. Pick and choose. (laughs) You can read the parts that you agree with or that you can use to judge other people. No, don't do that. I'm just kidding on that. But seriously, you don't have to read the whole thing. Pick the parts that are going to help you. It's free. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's get into this YouTube thing. What are YouTube's plans for podcasting? If you want to know that, take a look at its pitch deck. A YouTube pitch deck was obtained by Pod News. It's got detailed information about the company's efforts to integrate podcasts into its platform. Here's what I'm excited about. They've got automatic submission via RSS feeds. That means everything is set it and forget it. You do the work once, it pulls your episode in from the RSS feed, and it's up on YouTube. This is regardless of your podcast host. Some hosts right now they will submit your podcast episodes to YouTube. You don't have to worry about your media host right now. Give YouTube the RSS feed. They will put your podcast episode onto YouTube. There's a dedicated landing page for podcast, meaning if you do not want to have a website for your podcast, but you've got a domain and a domain is smart business for podcast. Forward it to the YouTube page. That's fine. Would I do it that way? No, because I think you need to build a mailing list. But I'm telling you that you can. There is a dedicated landing page for podcasts as part of this new YouTube strategy. This third thing 
I hinted at this a minute ago. This is why people love YouTube. If you're looking to make money via advertising, YouTube already has everything in place that will let you move into this very easily. If you want to hear these things directly from YouTube, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I link to that. What about the podcast promotion strategy? I found another article. Here's what this guy says. He said, podcast on YouTube will be promoted with the very familiar square artwork thumbnails. So it's just like Apple, just like podcast players. They're going to keep that. So if you want to start thinking about how you're going to create these, do these specific episode-oriented square thumbnails, maybe a YouTube style just for YouTube, just for that outlet, that may be a benefit to you. I've got a tool that I love. It's called Stencil. I think there's a free version of it. It was just taken over by Namecheap. Anyway, I linked to it, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. All of the graphics at newsletter.bigpodcast.com, I do them in stencil. It's super easy, easier than Canva, quicker than Canva. So if you're familiar with Canva, but you think, oh, you know, maybe it's a little bit too complicated. I mean, these guys have simplified this thing, yet it's still super powerful. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It's a good program. Like I said, owned by Namecheap. There's some good people behind it. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. What kind of video is needed? YouTube is best for podcasts with a video element. And just to be clear, that means more than a talking head video that you made via Zoom or some other web conferencing software. People don't want to just watch a big face talking to another big face. For the last couple of years, we've been living in a Zoom world. In general, people are sick of that. They don't want to watch more faces on a screen. With that said, if you're willing to do a little bit of work get some video cameras, get some lighting, learn how to use video tools, maybe have some charts, a lower third there. Video may work for you. That's really what YouTube is looking for. That's what people on YouTube are looking for. If you're up for investing in that, I'm talking about the gear, I'm talking about learning how to use it, developing the skills, those three things, this could be an opportunity for you. I've got more information about this opportunity, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. People are asking, why is YouTube getting involved in podcasting right now? Couldn't they have done this a long time ago? The answer is, yeah. But the other answer is, because of Spotify, maybe. I mean, that's what people are thinking. Spotify is having a lot of success in the podcasting space. There are a lot of reasons that Spotify has done this. One of them is they don't have to pay for music. (laughs) You can be on Spotify and you can listen to free content, content they don't have to pay for. I mean, they are paying for some of the exclusives, the Call Her Daddies of the World, Joe Rogan's. They're paying a lot for that. Has it paid off? I would argue no. I would be very surprised by the end of the year if Rogan is still there. I think they're looking for an excuse to get rid of him. I think he's looking for an excuse to walk away from that deal. I just think it's a mismatch. And what I've heard from the inside is that a lot of his people said, no, don't do this. But he thought, you know, it's $100 million. Maybe I should. (laughs) It seems like a good idea if you do not think things through. And if you hadn't seen it before, and truthfully, none of us had seen it before. It was the biggest podcasting deal of its time. Maybe it's going to work. Maybe it's not. I'd seen something similar to this in the music industry. Any of these exclusive deals, man, especially for a guy like him, speaking of YouTube, that was getting so much traffic off of YouTube. And especially with the kind of guy that he is with some controversial things, When you've got one company or one person that you've got to make happy and that company or person is holding the purse strings, say, uh, 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 talk about this, not that. 
that can be problematic. It's much better for most podcasters. And this includes me, this includes you. At least as far as your content, for us to be able to be in complete control. That's one of the great things about owning everything. When you own everything from the music to the scripts, to the intellectual property, to the trademarks, copyrights, whatever you've got for your podcast, you can make quick decisions. I mean, Joe Rogan, ironically, owning everything was what enabled him to get this Spotify deal. He didn't have to ask permission to get it. So do think about that as you're moving forward with your podcast. If you're wondering why there's so much adult entertainment on the internet, it is because the way the adult entertainment business works is everything is work for hire. There's no royalty. There's nothing like the traditional video or movie business. Somebody owns everything. When you pay an actor to perform a scene, there's no residuals. You say, come do this scene. Here's a thousand bucks. Done. I own everything. I can send it wherever I want. I can send it whenever I want. I can put it online. I can take it offline. I can use it in this market. I can use it in that market. You need to think like that with your podcast. It's going to slow you down if you've got to ask permission to do any kind of deal on distribution, ask permission to do any kind of deal on the advertising that you're taking, the guests that you're taking, the vetting that you're doing. I'm not saying you shouldn't think about those things and you shouldn't do those things because you really do need to be playing chess when it comes to podcasting. Be thinking ahead. Don't be like Joe Rogan. Hey, $100 million, let's do it. Not thinking things through. Think things through, but have control over your work. Anyway, let's get back to Spotify. Just because blank is doing something, does that mean you should too? Just because Spotify is having success with podcasts, does that mean YouTube should get involved with podcasts? No. Just because somebody talks about a controversial subject or brings in traffic because of what they're talking about, does that mean you should do those things? No, it does not. That's not how podcasting works. You can get ideas from other people. You can watch other companies and see what they're doing and think, yeah, maybe I don't have to reinvent the wheel. They're having success here. Maybe I can have success in the same place. But just because somebody else is doing it doesn't mean that you should be doing it. And it doesn't mean that you can have that level of success. And this is especially true for you when you think about moving forward with YouTube. I know everybody wants to use Joe Rogan as an example for somebody who really had success on YouTube. Yeah, he did. But it was a different time. It was a different place. He's got a big staff, probably a bigger staff than you. He's got a bigger reach. And I don't know you, but I'm going to argue that he's got a bigger reach than you do. He came into podcasting as a celebrity. Granted, you know, maybe what we call B-list, C-list, but some people knew him. I mean, the guy wasn't a household name, but at the same time, people had seen Fear Factor. They'd seen news radio. If you're into comedy, you probably knew about Joe Rogan. So he came in with something. People don't think about that. They think, oh, he's on YouTube. As if that's it. There's a bajillion people on YouTube, most of them not making any money. Speaking of that authority, here is one way how to get it. I've got 70 high quality websites. They are ready to pay you for guest posts. People like YouTube for a couple of reasons. One is the built-in audience. The second is that you can get paid via the revenue share program. I've mentioned this a couple of times on this episode. I've got a list of over 70 sites that will give you both of those things. One, the built-in audience. Two, you're going to get paid. You're going to get paid directly. Now, some of these, to take it back to that adult thing I talked about, some of them are going to be work for hire deals where you get paid once. Most of them will. With that said, if you can keep a byline, if you can keep a link to your site, you're going to have that credibility. I wrote for Forbes. I wrote for Inc. I wrote for Entrepreneur. I wrote for Huffington Post. Whatever. There's 70 of these things. You will find one 
that you can write for. And to take it back to what I said about having a book, why do you think that I've got a book? Why did I do my first book? Granted, the first book was over 20 years ago. (laughs) I've been doing this for a minute. The better question would be, why did I get into radio? It's the same answer. The more formats that you're on, whether it's blog, book, podcast, YouTube, speaking live, each of those things has an audience. And if you can hit all of them, you'll reach different people. And you're also going to impress the people that are seeing you on other formats. If a podcaster has a radio show, you get a boost of credibility. If a radio guy has a podcast, boost of credibility. A radio host has a newsletter, a book, boost of credibility. This is a way for you to build a little clout and also get paid for it. 70 plus high quality websites, they are ready to pay you for a guest post. Links are at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Something else in this issue, it has nothing to do with podcasting, yet everything to do with podcasting. You probably saw about Taylor Hawkins, drummer, Foo Fighters. He's dead, 50 years old, man. So fairly young. There's a lot of news and information coming out about this. I don't want to speculate on exactly what happened, but I did want to put this in this issue because it could be you that needs this kind of help. It could be your listeners that need this kind of help. This is about how to support a struggling friend or listener. People listen to podcasts to learn things. They want to be entertained, but they also listen because podcasts, including your podcast, connect us with people who feel the same way that we do. And that is very important because a lot of people in our lives, that includes family and friends, we know them through geography. We know them through work. We know them just because they're around, basically. People are coming to you and listening to your podcast because you really understand what they are going through. It is nice to feel known. Yet even with those things, the world is a lonely place. Maybe they're coming to you for refuge. Like, oh man, this podcast is so great. I feel great when I listen to it. But as soon as that podcast is over, they've got to go back to their own world. This article that I'm talking about, it's about five things you can do to support a friend who's going through a difficult time. Resisting the urge to downplay your friend's problems, asking questions, really listening, giving emotional support first, cognitive support second, not taking charge, giving your friend some autonomy in his life, her life. Avoid venting together. That happens a lot. And it can feel good in the meantime, again, to find somebody who understands you, some podcast, all they are is venting. But it's not necessarily helpful in the long term. Again, we're talking about playing chess. I'm playing it and you're playing it when it comes to our podcast. But one of the things that our podcasts do as far as content is we're helping listeners to get where they need to go. And it's not just the next step, it's the next three steps, the next six steps, the next nine steps. More information. It's newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You didn't get into podcasting just to get downloads. You got into podcasting because you want to change lives. You want to help people. You want to make an impact. If you're interested in doing that, this article has some great ways for you to do that. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That's it. That is it. That's it for this issue. If you are not on the newsletter, it's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Have I mentioned that? That's the website newsletter.bigpodcast.com. What is it? It's a newsletter. 
What's it called? Big Podcast Insider. And that's why that URL is this, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Now, as far as this, Build a Big Podcast, what you are listening to right now, that's at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. If you go there, you can get every episode of this podcast delivered to you automatically, however you get your podcast. I've got an iPhone button. I've got an RSS feed. I've got an Android button. So however you're listening to your podcast right now, I'm going to fit into your world. I'm going to deliver this information every week, a couple times a week. However often I put out new episodes, you're going to get them. You're going to get them free and they're going to help you grow your audience, better connect with your listeners, make impact with your message, make a podcast that matters. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. The new book, it is coming the first week of June. I can't wait to get it out to you. That's going to be free right now. The current book, Big Podcast, 463 pages, 93,000 words of podcast marketing help. Is that intimidating? Hell yeah, it is. Imagine how intimidating it was for me to read the audiobook version. Imagine how intimidating it was for me to write the thing in the first place. I know it's intimidating, but you don't have to read it perfectly and you don't have to write it. All you have to do is go there to newsletter.bigpodcast.com, get a free copy of it, read it, and if you like it, Leave me a review on Amazon. That's all I ask. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I'm going to have that up for the next few days. Check it out. Get the book. Grow your audience and make impact. Let's help each other out. Let's make the world a better place. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Thank you for listening to Build a Big Podcast. I will see you on the next episode.